0: Welcome back, back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusef, and I'm here with my co host Adam.
1: Hey, guys, please so, yes, hit that subscribe button. Do it. Like. Mm-hmm. Let us know in the comments what your thoughts are because we got another video. A little bit not happy with this video, Yuse, because I feel like after last video about Komen and Laporta mm-hmm. and the, kind of the drama about the, the whole saga we've had this year with the coach, we were a little bit anti Laporta, which is not a position we want to be in, right? We, sure. would, we would love for the coach, the manager, the, the board, the president, the players, the socios to all be in a line, right? Where we're kind of just a, a, a well-fine-tuned machine that's ready to take on La Liga, Champions League, Copa del Rey. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. we got another video <laughs> when Laporta's coming out and talking about Messi, Dembele, and some topics, right? But the thing that's gotten everyone's attention is Laporta's comments on Messi. Now, to give context... There is a big interview actually coming out today, Saturday, with Messi and France football. You've already seen some, you know, snippets about Ballon d'Or and about uh, PSG and leaving Barca, but we're going to do a, new, a video to cover Messi's interview in a few days here. However, Laporta's coming out, and he's saying some mm-hmm. things that have rubbed a lot of Barca fans, and I think you and I both, the wrong way, right? He came out and he said there was about Messi's departure. There was a desire for him to stay, but pressure because of the offer he had. He knew that he'd go to PSG if he didn't stay. He also said, when it came to making the decision, I thought I was doing the best thing for Barcelona. I hope there would be a change and that he'd say he'd play for free, but we cannot expect a player of his level to do that. Oh, use. I mean, it, it. just off of the sound of it, it sounds like Laporte is creating this narrative. One, that when Messi came back from his vacation, that there was already this PSG offer, you know, the, like the devil on his left sure. shoulder talking to his mind mm-hmm. that was trying to pull him from Barca. And then two, he's trying to, you know, say that I wish Messi would have played for free or, or offered it or saying that somehow the impetus was on Messi to give everything for the club when he's done that for the last 20 years. And both of those things are outrageous, right? And I think let's tackle the first one. The idea that Messi had this little demon of PSG on his shoulder, whispering these offers into his ear that had been enticing him the whole summer or, you know, for a few months. And everything we've seen so far from interviews from Luis Suarez, Di Maria, Laporta himself, when this all went down. And, you know, the biggest thing from Messi himself, all said that when he came back from those vacations, He had the full intent to come and sign a contract with Barcelona, right? We remember that morning uh, there was Jorge Messi, Messi's dad, going to the Camp Nou, going to speak with Laporta and the board, ready to sign a contract. And then things turned. And so I just don't get it, Yus. I mean, how can Laporta be here trying to act like Messi had one foot out the door when he came back from vacation when nothing before this moment had really given us that thought at all?
0: Well, I mean, Laporta's obviously trying to cover his tracks here, and I think he's done that since he came to Barcelona with such high hopes and high promises that he tried to bring during the election. And this is why he's, you know, the fans are getting upset. First, he promised Messi would stay. That didn't happen. They said they were going to vote on the Super League. That didn't happen. The CVC deal was a possibility. That didn't happen. That was an injection of so much money that could have signed Messi, like you're saying. But at the end of the day here, how could he go back on his word here? I think that comes into the perspective that um, he doesn't want to take accountability for the situation, right? Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day here, we had so many things that occurred right before the moment that they said Messi couldn't be signed, right? We had things like... I mean, you're right, right?
1: Like, it's a fine line here, because certainly not signing Messi is a byproduct of Bartomeu. Being a giant rat, putting (laughs) our finances in awful condition, giving too big of contracts to Sergio Mm -hmm. Berto, uh, you know, PK Busquets, Alba, all of our old guard, right? I saw on an ESPN podcast them talking about how there was this uh, perverse contract situation where, like, the older veteran players would get the longer contracts mm-hmm. and the younger players got the shorter ones. So, hey, we're not here saying this is entirely Laporta's fault. That's not at all what we're saying. However, how it's been managed after he took over sure. is what gives us a lot of concern, right? And and the, the fact that Laporta comes out here trying to get ahead of a messy interview, one, is a little bit weird because it it doesn't seem like that was necessary right i mean of course messi has to give an interview talking about psg mm-hmm. of course you know he's a member of their team he has to give an interview saying that he's happy he's there blah 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 and i don't think that i don't think if if barca had treated him right and done all they could but the finances were bad because of bartomeu that messi would come out and and say anything bad about barca sure. and so the fact that laporta thinks he has to get ahead of a messi interview makes it seem like there was something there that wasn't entirely good on the board side and Laporta's side.
0: Well, I think that he was hiding things. There had to be a fact that Laporta knew that they weren't going to be able to sign Messi, right? There's things mm-hmm. like La Liga had a spending limit for Barcelona of $97 million, yeah. right? From a reduction from almost $300 million from the previous season. Laporta had to have knowledge of that. Then it goes around to...
1: Um, well, it goes around to the fact that, you know, and this was a big narrative when Messi uh-huh. and the contract negotiations turned down, right? As sure. Messi was accepting... Yeah. Lionel Messi accepted a 50%, 50% pay cut, yeah. right? And now Laporta is saying, I wish he would have played for free. But at the time, I think we all remember there was this huge narrative that it wasn't even uh, a possibility because Spanish laws had a rule that you couldn't, Take more than a 50% pay cut on a job, mm-hmm. and that didn't just apply to soccer football; it applied to all aspects of the labor market in Spain. Now we've heard some, you know, um, cracks in that narrative, and that like that rule would have only applied to the Segunda Division. You know, we're not Spanish but legal lawyers; we yeah. don't exactly know. But it is just—it seems like there's a revolving narrative around here, and it goes back sure. to a point that we've talked about a lot, which is that Laporta uh, La is. A politician sure. right and it, this whole interview kind of feeds into the narrative that has emerged from some fans that he used Messi as a ploy to win the presidency and that he wasn't always you know genuine he sure. was a politician using what he could to win
0: but what I don't understand is like there's comments like this it says La Liga had a minimum wage uh, for players around 150,000 euros per year plus inflation t- since 2016 mm-hmm. but Laporta says he believed the Spanish League would allow them to sign Messi for nothing So, how could, you know, what you just said and what I just said, how could Laporta come out and say those kinds of things, expecting that Messi would somehow be able to play for free? And then, on top of that, you know, again, he didn't get that CVC deal. That's one issue for a lack of injection of money. And then he also said we didn't have uh, the results of due diligence process at the time, and we thought we had to move, uh, we had more of a margin to work with than we did.
1: Which kind of plays into two narratives, right? One, the CVC deal. On the face of it, Mm -hmm. I understand why Barcelona and Real Madrid don't want it. So I don't necessarily um, blame Laporta for the fact that he didn't accept that deal, especially with their allegations that La Liga didn't get, you know, the big clubs, Barca and Mm -hmm. Real Madrid involved in the negotiations. And then, you know, Coleman is talking about an issue, and I'm not sure if it, it, it... Reflects poorly on the Laporta board, or if it does on the Bartomeu. I mean, surely it does on Bartomeu. But you know, what? we talked about this in our last video. It just seems like every week new financial information comes out that's worse and worse. And so it just seems like the the gravity of our awful financial situation has just never been fully uh, accepted, and the, the information's not readily available for us to accept. And so what what I what bothers me is. I okay. think it's tactical, though. They're well, releasing I understand. it slowly
0: to make it seem like they didn't know. But I think they had all the pieces to the puzzle. That That's a lot of conjecture. Yeah. I mean, that, that would
1: really be the ultimate, like, politician's mm-hmm. game of, like, slowly leaking information that you already knew just so sure. that, you know, the fans don't get upset and understand that you were lying about trying to sign <laughs> Messi in the first place. I don't know. I mean, it. It doesn't make us too happy, right? Sure. Like I, I would just love a situation in which we could move on from the Messi saga. Of course, that doesn't mean move on from Messi. He's the, our greatest player of all time. He's the greatest player of all time. He is the Copa America <laughs> champion. Someone who doesn't like that okay. much. But you know, it we, has we, we get it. Towards us. we get it. Messi yeah. left, and we're we're moving on, and we're we're trying mm-hmm. to turn the page. And having Laporte kind of you know pick on that scab and and like reopen it, it just seems unnecessary. And it seems like his only motive for doing so is to get a better narrative around his presidency. It must be said, Spanish news and journalists Mm -hmm. are a hype beast, right? They like to stir up drama. And so, you know, in this situation, he was responding to a question about, you know, could Messi Mm -hmm. play for free essentially? And so I don't think he came in there necessarily wanting to give this soundbite, but at the same time he did, right?
0: But what if he came out with uh, plans and news in terms of improving Barcelona's financial situation yeah. Cutting the wages, which they did for some of these senior players, but also cutting the contracts, also not signing unnecessary contracts, like signing Sergio Roberto, mm-hmm. I think, is unnecessary. And, um, well, it,
1: it does seem like it's a little bit of a way for him to get the heat off of the Komen situation, sure. right? That's true. That was our last video. You can check it out. But we talked a lot about the way in which Komen has uh, – Laporta has moved his goalposts with Komen so many times. Sure. And it just seems like he's not ready to take the – the job of firing Komen which is fine, but if you're g- if you're not going to fire Coman, then we don't need these leaks to the media all the time about three games here, mm-hmm. three games there, about how you're how you're going to do something different if Barca are losing. It just Barca have been losing, and there have not been consequences, yeah. which Laporta said there would be. Right? It
0: doesn't seem like he's taking responsibility or an accountability for the things that he's putting out and mm-hmm. the promises he's making, and that's really where it boils down to our difficulty in accepting something like those things that Laporta's Laporta is saying because
1: we hate Bartomeu, yeah, and we blame. <laughs> a lot of our situation on sure. him and you know it, it's a very fine line you don't want to blame Laporta for Bartomeu's issues mm-hmm. but there are things Laporta has done in his capacity as president that have been wishy-washy that have sure. been saying one thing but doing another and that's our issue yeah I think to wrap it up the only other thing I said that is that that Laporta said that I thought was interesting one he again reiterated his support for Komen it looks sure. like we're in it for the long haul at least for the rest <laughs> of the season we're gonna see Komen and kind of segueing into what Komen wanted is he had good news on my boy use. (laughs) Let's get back to some positivity. Dembouz is supposed to come back sometime in the next three big games that we talked about, Valencia, Dynamo Kiev in the Champions League, and El Clasico. And so I'm really happy to see Dembouz. You guys know I love him. I'm really hoping that Dembouz, Fatsi, and Depay will have a great connection up front. I think that's all we have. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will talk to you guys soon. We got some videos planned on... Pedri, Bologna d'Or, Messi, Boulogne d'Or, Gavi playing 17 years old for Spain, lighting it up against Verratti and Italy, and then we'll cover Messi's France football interview. So thank you guys. Thanks, guys.